Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a Rare Disease Mama. I am your host, Jillian Arnold. that listened to my last episode know how I have been really struggling lately with anxiety and um, just Stella going through this crying, these intense crying episodes. And I am happy to report we are finally in a better spot. (laughs) We recently had her admitted to the hospital for a clean out. Um, those of you that don't know what a clean out is, it involves a lot of poop. Um, basically, they were cleaning out her colon. So we were getting all those like hard stool balls out that have been kind of like stuck in there um, for months and months and causing her pain. And I wish we would have done this months ago. And it's it's been hard because I've been, I feel like I wasn't listened to from one of her doctors for a while regarding this. And I'm trying not to dwell on that. I'm just glad that it's over and done with. And she is in a much better spot now. Uh, The crying has really subsided since we've been home. So it's a giant relief too, because we are going to be leaving for Florida on Sunday for the National Name and Pick Disease um, Foundation Family Conference. And I, that was like really stressing me out too, because I'm just like, she can't sit in a car in this much pain for that long. And she's going to be crying the whole time. And it's going to add that much more to our, our trip, which let's face it, it's already super stressful traveling with medically complex kids, um, kids with just a lot of medical needs. There's a lot more planning that's involved, a lot more stuff you have to bring. Um, and just overall, there's, I think there's just more anxiety that goes with traveling, um, with our kiddos. So to have at least that little piece figured out is a a giant weight lifted off me. Um, There was like a couple weeks where I'm just like, are we going to have to cancel this? And it it is something that we really look forward to. We went last year for the first time and it was a really great experience. We had a lot of fun. Um, And I just want to be able to create those memories again this year. So fingers crossed that the rest of this week, is smooth and we can take our trip as planned. (laughs) We hit uh, another little bump in the road because last week uh, Roman was kind of breathing heavier. He was sounding congested and (laughs) um, I ended up taking him to get a chest x-ray. We did a viral like respiratory panel after talking to his pulmonologist and it turns out he has adenovirus. 
um, and he just had rhinovirus a couple weeks before that. So that was fun, um, <laughs> especially because those were the same exact two viruses that landed him in the PICU a few months ago. But thankfully, handling them way better this time around. He is currently often on his oxygen lately, um, just with all the congestion and stuff. He's mostly needs it for when he's sleeping now, but there was a few days where he was on it continuously, uh, just because his oxygen was kind of dipping a little bit into like the eighties, but we did the chest x-ray and that was a process too, because I had to take him Friday evening and, I will do anything in my power to avoid going to the emergency room because I literally, I mean, I'm thankful that the emergency room is there and all of that for emergencies. Um, but it's just the worst taking your kid there. I just feel like we're walking into like germ central and there's so much waiting around. And I feel like it's never a quick trip. It's always like at least five or six hours for us. Um, so I'll do whatever it takes to avoid that. And I didn't think he was like sick enough to warrant an emergency room visit, but I did want to check his lungs and make sure that things weren't looking like bad or anything. So we were able to just take him to, um, our like children's branch, their urgent care and, um, they just let us just do the x-ray and the swab and leave. So that was really nice um, because it's just, it's so hard when your kids can't talk to you and tell you what's going on. Like with Roman, he didn't get any fevers this time, um, which is kind of strange. Like he usually gets fevers with his viruses, but that's why I was kind of like, okay, he's congested, but he hasn't had a fever all week. And I just want confirmation that he actually has a virus. And all in all, I'm glad that we we took him and they said his x-ray looked unchanged from the last one that he had done when he had rhinovirus. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll tell you, I I thought summer was like, we get like a little bit of a break from all these viruses, but that has not been the case over here. <laughs> and it's been so frustrating. I mean, I know most kids, I was reading most kids like under seven years old get like on average 12 viruses a year. And I feel like we're on par with that, but it's just when you're dealing with kids with other underlying conditions, each virus is just like, a million times magnified and scary and it's just a lot of stress, man. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Um, but I am glad that Roman's doing better. I feel like we're still on par to leave on Sunday and hopefully have an amazing trip. Um, we are planning on driving down to Amelia Island for a couple days and we're going to stay on the beach. Um, and then we're going to head to Orlando for the conference and then hit up, uh, Georgia on the way home. And 
we have to make a lot of stops. And that's kind of, I wanted to, that's what I wanted to talk about on this episode is just travel in general. Um, We used to have a lot of anxiety around travel with our kids. There was a good couple years where me and Donald were just like, okay, I guess we're never going to travel. Like when you're early on in the diagnosis and, you know, you're still kind of like adjusting to your new normal with like leaving the house with all this equipment and you are kind of like in a space where you're like, okay, I guess that's, we're just not going to travel. Like this isn't going to happen. It's too difficult. There's too much planning involved. And hell, I felt like that like leaving the house sometimes. I'm like, we can't leave the house. We just can't. He's throwing up too much. I can't bring all these pumps and oxygen and all this stuff with me. Like, it's just, it's not doable. Um, But I feel like once you kind of get past that and you start kind of getting more into a groove, it becomes a little easier. This is going to be our third kind of big road trip um, with our kids since getting our adoptive van, which definitely played a massive role in our ability to actually go on some trips because before the van, it was not doable. Um, So with this being our third trip, I wanted to kind of just spend this episode and go over some things that I do to prepare for a trip like this. I mean, Ohio to Florida, that's a good like 12 to 14 hour drive. And it is an endeavor. And I want to share with you guys some things that I do to kind of relieve some of that pre-trip anxiety that we all feel. So let's go ahead and get into it. So how do we plan for a trip like this? I start with mapping out where we're going to stay, where we're going to stop along the way, and then booking those hotels or Airbnbs, whatever whatever your preference is. Um, that's kind of where we start. So my husband is usually in charge of figuring out the spots we're going to stop at along the way to our destination. And then that's pretty much all he does. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, But really, I think that is kind of the only only role in planning that he had for this trip. Um, But we kind of map everything out and then we book our stuff. And when we're... Booking places like Airbnbs, for example, where we made sure this time around, we learned this from our last endeavor to the beach. Um, I made sure to research where the wheelchair accessible beaches were in Florida because I knew we wanted to stop and stay on the beach and let our kids experience that. Um, but Last time we did not think to do that kind of research and we were able to get them out to the beach, but we had to like park our, their chairs and then carry them. And it just wasn't, um, the most pleasant experience. So 
This time I made sure to do a lot of research on that. Um, so we're staying on Amelia Island, which or in Amelia Island, which is they have accessible beaches there. Um, the Airbnb we booked, I needed to make sure that there was an elevator in the building so we can get their chairs up there. So there's just a lot of extra kind of things you have to think about when you're traveling with um, a child in a wheelchair or two in my case. So that's the first thing we do. Then another thing that I like to do is, which I just started this this week, I waited kind of last minute to do this, Um, but I will kind of like map out an itinerary. Not, I'm not like a crazy, like, we're going to be here at this time and blah, 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 blah. No, it's not that intense, but it's for a road trip like this, I want to have all the like hotel information, like the first day we're driving from Cincinnati to here. And then the second, and this is the hotel we're staying at and our confirmation number. And I also like to include the closest children's hospital um, for each of our stops, because that is something that gives me that peace of mind. Okay. I know exactly how far each children's hospital is from where we're staying. And if there were an emergency to pop up, I already have the the hospital's information. And that's honestly something too, you could probably, well, obviously we can all use Google, but um, I've asked, like our, with our last trip, I asked our geneticist um, what the best children's hospital is like in Orlando. So I knew, um, and I let her kind of tell me, if something were to happen, go to this one. So you can always ask your medical professionals too. But um, that's something that I find very helpful is just making an itinerary with our stops, our the hotel, phone numbers, all that stuff. So it's all together in one document. Um, another thing that I like to do, which... I would have liked to start doing this a little bit sooner this time around, but we had a lot going on with illness and being in the hospital and stuff. Start packing in advance. Last year, I honestly, I feel like I started packing or setting things aside like a month before we left. And I'm telling you this because at at least with us, There are so many things that we have to bring for our kids, like medications and equipment and formula. There's just so much stuff that it would be way too much to do like a night or two before, which is usually how I pack for if I was just packing for myself. I like do it the night before. Um, But when you're planning a trip like this, with kids with a lot of medical issues, you can't do that. You have to start sooner. And you're talking to Queen Procrastinator over here. <laughs> but this is this is a must for, for me. This time, I think I started maybe two weeks out. Um, I started like getting their clothes together and setting them aside and like start setting aside their um, like meds and things of that nature. On the topic of meds, too, both of my children 
take quite a bit of medications throughout the day. Um, I want to say we go through like maybe 20 syringes of meds per day between the two of them. So I always like to prep those ahead of time and kind of section them out into baggies. So each day I just need to pull out a bag and I have all their meds for that day. Um, This is also something that I will prep somewhat early um, just because I want to make sure that we have enough medication to get us through because we're going to be gone for a week. Um, And for those of you who might not know this, you can always let the pharmacy know that you are going to be going out of town and sometimes they'll fill your prescription for you early or sometimes they'll need your, like your doctor to sign off on it. So it's always a good idea to kind of start thinking about that stuff a little sooner because we all know how, how it is getting meds filled. I don't know about you guys, but it's just like the bane of my existence. Like <laughs> I feel like I call in meds and then I go to pick them up because I get a text saying they're ready. And then they're like, oh, it's not ready. Or we're waiting for insurance. And I'm like, so why did I get a text saying it was ready? I don't know. It's always better to <laughs> kind of take care of that stuff sooner rather than later. Um, and in addition to prepping all the meds, I always make sure we bring the bottles of medications with us too. Um, because, you know, I would rather be overprepared than underprepared, especially when you are going to be gone for so long. Um, Next thing on the topic of meds and stuff, medical equipment, those of you who use DMEs and get like monthly supplies orders, call and make sure that they're, that you're not due for delivery while you're gone and make sure you have enough of each thing that you're bringing. For example, um, feeding bags, like for their feeding pumps, I'm set all the ones that we need aside for our trip and realize that we're going to need to place an order before we leave. So they are going to be delivering that today. Um, So things like that. Another thing is to try and make a plan, an action plan for things that might arise, like issues that might arise. And I'm not saying don't sit there and like write out a list of everything that can go wrong. This is not what I'm saying at all. But having, you know, closest children's hospitals handy, um, doing that research beforehand, say, and there's also things that you'll just learn along the way. Like we, last year, we did not foresee this happening, but we we had just gotten the kids their new adaptive strollers and we were in the middle of St. Augustine walking around and Roman's wheel broke off of his stroller and it was like a hundred degrees out and <laughs> it was not an ideal situation and we were not prepared for it, but we figured it out. That's the other thing. Any situation that comes up, you guys will figure it out, but it's not a bad idea to have some kind of action plan in the back of your mind of, or just, you know, just talk it through. Like, okay, what if we run out of this medication? What happens? Okay, we will have their doctor call in a new prescription to, you know, a Walgreens there, what have you. Um, Now, with our experience last year in St. Augustine, we carry a 
little set of like wrenches that we need to screw the wheel back on should that happen again we just leave it in the van or in his stroller actually all the time now so you live and you learn (laughs) things like that but the point is we figured it out another thing is to bring anything that you even think you might need um i am like queen over packer i know it's not the best thing um but in our case, I would rather have too much stuff than risk being there and not having access to something that we really need. Um, so this year we are bringing the kids nebulizing masks and their albuterol, things that we don't use on a daily basis, but should something come up and someone starts getting the sniffles, I want to know that we have those things there that we can access for them um, if need be. Hopefully that's not the case, but (laughs) I want to have that stuff with us to give me that peace of mind and so I can relax a little bit and actually enjoy my vacation and take some of that stress off of and anxiety off of like, what if I don't have what I need? Which is my last bit of advice is to really try and relax, have a good time, let some of that worry go, know that you have done all that you could do to prepare as best as you can to take a trip like this. And if things pop up, that's just life. We don't have control over that. What I'm going to do is try and control the things that I do have power over, like what we are bringing with us and being prepared, being as prepared as we can be. Um, And then at a certain point, I'm going to just let the worry go and enjoy every moment of our trip because any opportunity we have to create lasting memories with our children just means everything. And I want to enjoy every single moment of it. And I hope if there's anyone out there listening that is feeling discouraged about travel with their kids, I I hope that this episode can offer you a little guidance and support because I, I know how important it is to kind of just like get out of the same routine that you're doing every day and just kind of experience something new with your family and make those memories. So I hope you all have a great couple weeks and I will see you all when we get back. Bye. Bye.